Good day, ma'am, sirs, and welcome to the Number Nine with Tommy podcast. It's freezing cold and the roads are shitty here in these northeastern little states. We have to watch out for ice, lock in four-wheel drive, and carefully avoid the brakes. The ice is unforgiven and often makes you pay for your mistakes. It's reason number 9,463 of why I miss the southern place. I don't <coughs> like my teeth to chatter. I hate waiting for the heat. I hate the need for extra coats and driving below the maximum speeds. There's not much to enjoy about the weather here. It's bitter and it's cold. It's not something I enjoyed in youth, and I like it less as I get old. The people here are uglier when the temp becomes aggressive. The leafing crowd is settled down and they become depressive. I can't wait for spring and fall and summer. That's the best. When ladies all wear booty shorts and show off their midriffs and their chests. I hate the winter weather. I hate being trapped inside. One of the only things I love right now is co-hosting with this guy. Tommy fucking Washington. What's been up, man? How are you? Pat, I feel like a much better rhyme would have been co-hosting with number nine. Or co-hosting the number nine. All right. Well, you know, you're welcome at any point to write an intro. Last time I wrote an intro, we shocked a lot of people, Pat. We shocked a lot of people. <laughs> uh, fuck, man. There was something else about your intro that I was going to tear apart. I forgot what it was. Fuck. I guarantee that it was because I said I missed the South. And that I experienced the winter weather in my youth. No, it was because you said that you missed it. You didn't have the shit in the South. Although there was a stoppage on I-95 in Virginia for 22 hours because of snow. That is a valid point. One that we will get into in this episode. Had <laughs> you looked at the timeline, you would have known that. But I did look at the, I didn't has, see that. Has a winter highway pileup ever caused 22 hours worth of damage in Connecticut? I don't think so. Because Virginia is unprepared for it. They don't get enough of it to deal with that shit. Well, it seems like... Well, actually... There are some crazy fucking stories, though. There were motherfuckers who had gone grocery shopping right before they got caught in that shit, and they were just walking car to car giving their groceries to people because nobody had food. Yeah, I mean... um they get you enough would think to local where... pizza places would have delivered. Why? They couldn't drive on the fucking highway. They were stuck on the Still, highway. You don't think they could have given it to, like, hey, call the local police department, get them fucking 20 large pizzas, and get those fucking people fed? No. Uh, yeah, well, apparently you were correct. I gotta tell you. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see that happening. Uh, by the way, 22 hours isn't enough to make you starve to death, so I don't think they were worried about it. Uh, also, this happens, it seems like, at least once a year down there, that they get snow and it shuts down the fucking highway. My parents lived down there now, I think, for five, maybe six years. And Let us not forget Texas last year. Yeah. Uh, well, also, my brother, maybe it's my family that causes these things. The first year that my parents lived in Virginia, they got a foot of snow in Hampton, Virginia. Uh, yeah, then the 70-car pileup for your brother, then the 22-hour pileup. For your parents. Yeah, your family's fucked up, bro. Yeah, it happens, man. What are you going to do? Well, my brother I... also got snow in San Antonio, which caused massive power outages for days. Your sister and you both lived here for the October storm that somehow took out power for like fucking two weeks all over Connecticut. Yeah, that was 
I mean, that was a lot. Well, my parents lived here then, too. Ah, you triple down, you get a wicked October storm. Yeah. Three anyway. Washington households. Yeah, good times. Good times. Um, Pat, it took me what? three and a half hours today to get to work. Yeah, which is, uh, I had a, I had an interesting experience on my way into work as well. Um, and then I f- fucking, man, I was, uh, I was talking to one of the guys outside at work, uh, Sanchez. Yeah. And I was showing him something. Uh, I'm trying not to go into too de- too much detail about uh, what we do or where we work. Um, I was showing him something on something that he had just made uh, better. And he freaked out as I was showing him and he ripped the thing open, but my hand was right next to the thing. So I ripped my hand away to get it out of the way. You remember last year when I fucked my shoulder up working out? (laughs) Dude, my, my whole shoulder all the way down to my fingertips fucking instantly. I knew the thing's done. Like I can barely move my shoulder. Um, it's fucked. And that happened. I've been doing like, Huh? I've been dealing with a shoulder pain for the last fucking like six months. So, yeah, I mean, this one, if you remember, like I couldn't even play catch or I think I tried to play catch with you and Colin and I ended up throwing left handed and I was doing okay, but my shoulder was so fucked and dude, it's really been good. I've been nursing it. I've been just, you know, taking it really easy. I've even gotten back into the gym with Miss Elizabeth. I've been lifting. No, no problems, no pain. But today I definitely fucked this thing up bad. It was, I almost dropped to my knee. It was so fucking bad. And Sanchez was just like, um, I mean, you okay? Because all he saw was me pull my arm away. Yeah. He thinks you're a bigger pussy now than he did before. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So yeah, it was, uh, it was quite the adventure, man. Uh, luckily I didn't hit, I didn't see any ice. I knew that, uh, the ice was coming when I was dry. No, when I left the house, it was dry as a bone. Right. And me too. When I got on the highway, I was near Thomaston, and my windshield started to freeze up, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then next thing you know, I see the cars in front of me starting to slow down, and then the next thing you know, I'm parked there for the next two and a half, three hours. Um, when I finally got up to the on-ramp from Route 8 to 84, um, there was a cruiser sitting there blocking the on-ramp and not letting anybody on, and I sat there for another 40 minutes. So that was cool. Uh, that so, sucks. I was supposed to be to work this morning at 6.30. Um, I was running a little late either way. I was going to get there about 6.50. Um, I didn't get there till 10 o'clock. So, cool. At that point, did you, like, stop and have breakfast? I thought about it, but uh, I only had uh, one person working today with me, so I felt bad enough that he was there for three hours by himself. Okay. Um, so I was like, yeah, I should probably get to work. Um, but yeah, it was an eventful start to the day. I guess Friday morning we're expecting some more shitty weather, so that should be fun. Good times, yeah, good times, man. I'm, you know, I miss. uh, I like having snow out on the ground. I don't mind it. Um, I don't mind the cold weather when it's not too too cold out. Um, I have lost my, uh, my cold ability as I've gotten out of um a certain brown fat. Yeah, my brown fat is what it's called. Um, nice. Yeah, Erica passed me and got the wave at me. So Erica got off Route 8 and went back the other way, and she saw me sitting there in traffic. Um, yeah, it was fun. 
but yeah, so my brown fat, if you guys don't know what brown fat is, it's a real thing. A guy at work actually told, told me about it years ago. I thought he was joking around, but brown fat is um, back in caveman days. That's how humans were able to um, withstand extreme cold weather is your body builds up this layer of fat on its skin and it basically insulates you better. Um, now, because we have houses with heat and all that stuff, most people don't have this. And the, the way you build it up is putting yourself in cold situations and avoiding, avoiding your, stopping yourself from shivering is the key to it. Because when you shiver, your body generates heat. So um, if you don't shiver and you're out in the cold, you can withstand, your body starts to build up this fat and this immunity to the cold. So I worked a lot outside in the cold. So I, yeah, I mean, Pat's told the story on here probably three or four times about the time he locked his keys in his car and it was fucking cold. And, uh, it was super fucking cold. And I'm out there in a jacket, just a jacket. I don't even think I was wearing gloves trying to, uh, you use- definitely were not wearing gloves. Um, trying to use a coat hanger to open his door, and he's out there with two jackets, pairs of gloves, fucking three hats on, just bundled to the max, still freezing. And he had to keep. It going was so side. cold that I was trying to convince you to leave it and let me call AAA, and yeah. we could just go inside and let them do it. Yeah, I was like, and I wasn't it. doing shit. I was yeah. just standing there trying to stay warm. Yeah. Um, we ended up doing that because I couldn't get the door open, but. Um, I was not giving up, but I don't think I could do that now, man. I think, uh, my, my brown fat's all gone. It's turned to just regular fat. I'm just a super fat piece of shit at this point. Welcome to the club. Anyway, Pat, we have one piece of, well, there's lots of mail in the mailbox. I just want, dude, we got to figure this mailbox thing out, dude. It's killing me. I thought you were just going to move them when they were done. Well, I delete them when they're done, but we need to find a place to store them. Until the show, because I don't like things in my inbox, and I it's all linked on my phone, so I see things as they come in, and I don't know. We gotta figure something out. A do uh, mailbox or something, a, a super like a separate folder, maybe a current podcast or next podcast or something like that. Um, yeah, do it up, and then we delete them as they go because I had so many things. But this thing you didn't have in the uh, in the timeline, but I saw it and I thought it was pretty funny. So I wanted to throw it on here, and I wanted to get your take on it. Is this the thing your wife sent in? Yes, the video? Yeah. Not the video of the Oreos, because that wouldn't go well. No, and I emailed her back, because it was fucking funny. But I was like, I don't know how I get that even into the show. Yeah, for the live viewer, it'd be fine. But the Oreo, like, it wouldn't have translated well, because it didn't do anything. For anybody who's interested, it was a video of somebody who turns the corner in the kitchen... And it, it's basically like an advertisement about eating healthy. The person turns the corner in the kitchen, slips on a banana peel, which was their healthy option. And when they go to grab the counter because they're going to fall in the kitchen, they flip a carton of Oreos that fall into their mouth. And they're like, accidents like this happen all the time. Or every day. And it was it. fucking funny. Yeah, it's funny. I've, I've seen it before. But this one I thought is uh, is right up our alley. You ready? Yeah. Realize that having a crush on a girl is literally a form of sexual harassment. They did not consider- No it isn't, Dollar Tree Aladdin. No it fucking isn't. Oh. Suck my ass, thank you. So, that's it. Oh, I'm so happy. Dollar oh. Tree Aladdin. 
Um, uh, I, I like that he's like, no, you hmm. need to stop saying that everything in culture is offensive. And to prove that, I will call you the most racist thing I can think of. That's <laughs> yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. Uh, just so you guys know, he was he looked like he was from the uh, Middle East. Um, the guy who said that. The guy who said that it was sexual harassment to have a crush on somebody because they didn't consent to you having a crush on them. That's the hottest fucking take I've ever heard in my life. Uh, I'm not shocked at all. Tom, you know, if I, I sincerely wonder this, if you're staring, like, let's just say th- there's a, a hugely popular trend that we're not wearing bras anymore. Have you caught this? It's everywhere. Uh, me and our boy Griff used to, we, we used to go to a lot of concerts together at the Meadows. And yep. we, we used to play a game called bra or no bra. Um, okay. And okay. Scope out the girls that had no bras on. So yes, well, I, I have noticed this. So this is my question. I don't think that it's a crime in any way, shape or form to look at somebody, but if you're staring at a woman's tits, who's not wearing a bra, let's just say it's, you know, 55 degrees and her nipples are coming through her shirt and about to cause damage to somebody in front of them. How long is the appropriate amount of time for a gentleman to stare at this woman's tits before it's like, dude, you know, what the fuck? Because in my eyes, I'm like, I don't know, maybe some warmth would make me look less. I, I don't really know what the solution here is. Well, there's a couple of solutions, Pat. One, women, if you don't want your tits stared at, wear a bra. Two. But see, so that's unfair to women because they're like, what the fuck? I can't dress comfortably. You don't have to wear a bra. And in their defense, I do have tits. Maybe I should wear a bra. So I get it. Um, two, go ahead. Two is it's only like, it's only if it's making them feel uncomfortable. And given I don't hang out with a lot of single women, I don't hang out with a lot of women in general. Uh, mainly because most of them are fucking headaches. But that being said, I don't know any of the women that I know that would be super offended by a guy staring at her tits. Um, because I don't hang out with those type of women that get offended easily or feel uncomfortably easily. Um, I honestly believe, and I could be 100% wrong because I have no idea, um, if a woman is out in public not wearing a bra, it's because she wants you to look at her tits. It makes her feel sexy that her tet that her tits are flopping around, looking, uh, looking sexy and shit. You know what I mean? It's like women who wear low cut shirts. You want to show your cleavage, <coughs> or else you would cover your cleavage. It, it's that simple. If you didn't want to look that way and present those then you wouldn't dress that way. You know what I'm saying? Well, I understand what you're saying, and I know that it's not your intent, but you're very borderline with the old, you know, uh, women who dress provocatively are asking to get raped. I know that's not what you're saying, but that's what a fucking idiot would say you're saying. Well, if well, then they could be a fucking idiot. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying but is that a woman... I wholeheartedly woman... agree that if I... If I put on a really nice outfit, you know, if I put on, let's just say, a, a good form-fitting T-shirt and a nice pair of new jeans and a, a fresh pair of shoes, and I'm dressed to the nines, I didn't do that so that people wouldn't appreciate the outfit. 
That's what I'm so saying. So I That's... dress with the intention of not, I guess, disgusting the people around me. Or and turning if... some heads saying, oh, hey, he's dressed appropriately, not wearing his pajama pants to Walmart. Um, right. So my point is, if women go out, however you go out in public is, like, if you're going out looking nice, you're you're not asking to get raped, but you are asking to be noticed. And that's my point. I don't disagree. And I get that um, some very natural beauties uh, are going to catch that no matter what the fuck they do. But I, I, I don't know. You know, it is what it is. It's, it's insane to think that people won't look at you. In fact, it, the opposite is true. The uglier you are, the more people are going to look at you, too. If I see a fucking skullet or, you know, like... I don't know, just a ridiculous, uh, like a good face tat or just crazy shit. I'm going to fucking stare at that person, man. It's not just hard nipples that I'm looking at. Listen, if yeah. you wear those goddamn yoga pants and they're, you know, nuzzled up your ass crack, I'm going to see how far that fucking rabbit hole goes. Yeah, pretty much. I'm with you on that one, Pat. So anyway. Also, if you're wearing a thong, I assume you want your underwear in your asshole. So I'll just poke it in for you. I just place it right into your butthole for you just randomly walk i about. don't i don't think you should do that is that the line that's the line that's the line pat you want to get into some memes right. real quick let's do it what's this one um the judge says never mind and dismisses the lawsuit against nirvana nice get it because the album was titled never mind i like it i Clever. didn't know that look at that Good for Nirvana. Do you have any like story with this or anything, or that's it? No, it was thrown out of court. Didn't even didn't even give it the time of day. Judge said, "Nope." That's like the story. It. I like it. We're showing the right things in America. This one is a girl who posts, "Sex don't impress me. Teach me how to make thirty k in two days." And a guy responds, "Well, it's going to involve sex." <laughs> Classic. 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 This Stop, had to have this been, is... I, dude, I could see your dumb ass laughing as you saw this fucking meme. I fucking died. I, I fucking I just... died. I guarantee Eric is laughing right now. Maybe. This is a, a meme. It's, it's Gucci's new slippers, which look like a long-haired golden retriever's hair was used to fur up these slippers. And it says, uh, the, the post says, Gucci, what you doing? And somebody responds, they really out here with the Chewbacca's. <laughs> it still gets me. It still gets me. <laughs> Chewbacca's. You're a fucking idiot. Uh, I love a play on words, and I love a good Star Wars joke. This one says, have you ever uh, contemplated melting down vanilla ice cream to use as milk so you don't have to go to the grocery store? You're definitely my people. Uh... Yeah, that's definitely my kind of people, too. I hate going to the fucking store. And for our last one, Pat? You read this, uh, one? this is a story in Hawaii about a scuba diver. He was hospitalized after getting his penis stuck in a giant clam. Uh, this is fucking fascinating. It, you can see the picture, Tom. This looks like an artist representation of a vagina. I mean, this is as vagina as... A vagina can be. Do you think he was this trying to insanity. fuck it? Do you think he was trying to fuck it? 
No, Tom, I think his penis fell out of his wetsuit while he was scuba diving and then became erect. And then he jammed it into this, I mean, exact replica of a vagina. Yes, I think he was trying to fuck it. That's fucked up. Um, So back to our previous conversation, Erica said, I think you guys are going down a rabbit hole. You wear things because they either make you feel good or you think you look good in them. But there is a socially appropriate appropriate way to look at people. Staring just makes everything awkward. Um, I agree with that. Like, I'm not saying, like, you need to gawk at people. But if I look in your direction and kind of give you a checkout, that doesn't mean that I'm sexually harassing you. You look nice. I'm appreciating the way that you look. Yeah. It's not always an instant thing. Like, sometimes it takes time for me to imagine what you would look like without your clothes on. Like, I have to really focus on what's going on. I can't just look at your titties, see the nipples, and go, okay, I'm fine. I get, all right, hold on. What color's the bra? All right, now the bra's coming off. It's a fucking process, okay? I'm just saying how much time is inappropriate. I'm saying, what, five minutes? Six minutes? Direct eye contact, nipple to eye? Five seconds, but five five seconds is probably five too long. seconds. It's not sex, Tom. What the fuck? It's probably too long. Pat. Five seconds is probably too long. Ooh. You got issues, bro. I know Why? that you're trying to make him funny, man, but it comes off creepy. It comes off a little you're creepy. creepy. <laughs> Whatever, bro. You're creepy. I'm just looking out for you, man. I'm just looking out for you. Listen, uh, you know what? And it's uh, here's the thing. We're not fucking posting a million memes about girls with, you know, hard nipples or girls with, you know, I don't know, thongs showing through their stretchy pants that are fucking see-through when they bend over. Your old mother-in-law. Um, <laughs> but there are a thousand fucking memes about guys in gray sweatpants. If you can look at the fucking outline of my millimeter Peter, then it's fair game. What did Erica say? Uh, typically when someone gets your attention, you keep looking back, glancing, not staring. Yeah, that's, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I try not to stare at anybody because that could make them feel uncomfortable. All right. I'm just curious when we say, uh, glancing, does blinking count? Does, if I blink, does that reset the clock? No. All right. You got issues, dude. That's fair. Pat, let's hear from the wonderful people I anchor. Um, and then we'll get into uh, Three Fingers. Let's do it. Thank you, Anchor.fm. You guys are the fucking best. Pat, you ready, for, you ready for Three Finger News? It's going to be news that's sure to shock you. What do you got first, Pat? Amazon driver says he was fired for dunking basketball in empty driveway, sparking debate. Tom, this is a real thing. And the arguments come from both sides. So the Amazon driver, uh, basically somebody's ring, their you know, their doorbell ring thing. Yep. They send in a video to Amazon. Guy gets fired because he's delivering a package. He grabs a ball in the driveway, dunks on their basketball hoop. And people are going fucking crazy against Amazon, saying that he shouldn't have been fired for this. Um, they're basically saying the guy dunked a fucking basketball, let it go. I don't think people are considering the fact that a, he was caught on a fucking ring. 
fucking with people's property, their personal fucking property. Anything could have happened. And that's what they caught. The, what did they not catch at other houses? And B, if this fucking guy got hurt, he would have sued Amazon for millions of dollars when he fucking landed wrong coming down from the dunk. No, he wouldn't have. He would have sued the homeowner. Either way. So that's where I draw the line, right? So so I have, I do think he was... I don't think there's any reason to fire somebody. I think it's fucking retarded. Because think of back in the day, right? We all use, like, I have a basketball hoop in my fucking, in my cul-de-sac where I live. That's my son's basketball hoop. Would I really be upset if the neighborhood kids came over and played on it? No. Would I really be upset if, uh, if my UPS driver got out and fucking shot a couple hoops? No. Why, why do I care? At least it's being used. My kid ain't fucking using it. I think the problem lies in exactly what you said. That if this kid got hurt, most likely he would have sued the homeowner for some reason. He probably would have won. That's the problem. Is that Amazon won. So Amazon has to protect themselves because of people like that. Now, we d- I don't know this kid. I would like to think that if he did get hurt, he wouldn't have he would have had enough like if it's me, right? I get out, I see the basketball hoop, I'm like, ah, oh, all right. Dunk. Yeah, baby. Cool. I twist my ankle. Now me, because I'm an honorable person, I think, goes, well, that's not their fault that I'm a fat fuck and twisted my ankle. No, that's my fault. And I'm going to keep it's on going. Just lashing out. Yeah, and I'm just going to keep on going with my day. You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. There are people out there that would turn around like the kid from fucking Nirvana and try and sue him. You know what I mean? So I think Amazon had to fire him because they have to protect themselves. It's a multi-trillion dollar business. And um, I don't know. Were the homeowners really upset about it? I mean, they obviously sent it in the Amazon, right? Right. So um, the homeowners obviously were upset about, and maybe they should just not be little bitches. It's not like this guy was breaking into their fucking house, dude. He shot a fucking basketball. Would you really be upset if you had a basketball hoop in your driveway and a, your Amazon guy shot a hoop in it? I have two answers for you. One, no, I would actually encourage him. I might even leave him a little note that says, hey, Next time, feel free to hang around as long as you want. If you're on break, take a half hour. Shoot the fucking ball. I don't care. But the other school of thought on that is the rules aren't made for me. The rules are made across the board. The the idea that this guy is unprofessional enough to do that would make me question the other decisions that he makes if I'm Amazon. Now, do I think it's unreasonable for him to do this? No. Do I think he's insane or he's a child? No. Do I think it's professional? Absolutely not. He never should have touched somebody else's property. He never should have. First off, was this regulation height? Because if this motherfucker's dunking, maybe he should think of a career change. I can't fucking dunk. I can't. I can barely touch the fucking net. <laughs> this motherfucker's driving for Amazon out there dunking basketballs. This is why I don't play in the NBA because I can't fucking do that. I should be driving for Amazon. Yeah, I I see um, your point. I do I think this guy's got to go. It's it, it's it's inappropriate, man. And it, you know what? I I shouldn't say that. He doesn't need to be fired. That that seems a bit extreme. No, but right the dude up, maybe. should absolutely be uh, counseled on yeah. his behavior. Yeah, I could see that. But yeah, firing is a bit extreme, especially because nothing happened. And I want to know who these fucking Karen of people are that send in the video to Amazon. To, or That's the other thing, yeah. The the fucking homeowner 
to send in their fucking ring video of this Amazon driver, they should be fucking fired the next time they do anything stupid at work. Well, so because you knew what the stuff. fuck you were doing. You didn't send that in to, to give this guy's boss a head up that he likes basketball. Well, you're like, hey, if you were looking for a Christmas gift, this guy dunked our ball. So they were here, trying to get him fired. Well, no. So here's my thing. This though, did they really? Uh, did they send it in Amazon, or did they post it on social media? Like, hey, check this out. You know what I mean? Like a cool video. Like maybe trying to get the guy a shot at the NBA. You know what I mean? And Amazon saw it and was like, nope, we ain't having this shit, and fucking fired him. You know what I mean? That's a valid point. You know? And if that's the case, then there's no fucking way in the world that the homeowner thought it would get him fired. No. Um, I would like to, if you see any more about this, I would like to see the follow-up or the, uh, like, where are they now segment for this. You know what I mean? Pat, there's a good idea, man. We should do go back through, like, all these stories that we've done that are kind of, like, open-ended and be like, where are they now? What is web? What does uh, Tosh Point call it when he gives people the the web redemption thing? Is it web redemption? I don't know. I've never watched Tosh Point. What? I have a life. Are you being serious? Being dead ass, bro. You gotta watch Tosh Point. He's funny as fuck. You know what I watched, Pat? We haven't done a movie review in a long time, and I don't really want to fuck up our segment because we kind of have a lot going on here. Uh, Eric said, "I don't see how that's unprofessional. It's just shooting a basketball. Everyone praises them for." Uh, praises when the driver stops and fix the flags etc just a guy trying to have fun throughout his day i kind of agree with eric on this i don't disagree at that point other than the fact that it's somebody else's property and you don't fucking know nowadays um can you read back the beginning of erica's message because i can't see it i don't see how that's how that is unprofessional it's just shooting a basketball Oh, yeah. I I knew there was a point here. Um, it's not just shooting a basketball, first off. I can shoot a basketball. This motherfucker dunked. We need to figure out if this hoop was regulation size. If this was a 10-foot hoop, it's not just shooting a basketball. Now, don't get me wrong. If, it's, <coughs> if this is a kid's hoop and it's set down to eight feet, <coughs> I could fucking do that in this guy's an asshole. Um, what was I going to say here? forgot what I was going to say. Uh, it would be cool if, like, there was a little trampoline right in front of the hoop, and this motherfucker bounced off that and did, like, a windmill. You know what? The video was available, and I didn't even watch it. it Erica has a follow-up point to somebody else's property. She says, so are the flags. So, and they pick up flags. Like- I think, I, I get what she's saying. I really do. I think the question is intent. If you're fixing somebody's flag with the intent of helping them out, then... Nobody considers that. Actually, that's not even true. I would say 99% of people don't consider that doing something wrong. But this guy's intent was not to help anybody in any way. This guy's intent was to dunk a fucking basketball, which, maybe again, if he it's was, on a regulation size hoop, is incredible. Maybe he was just trying to see if uh, the hoop was still good. Maybe. Um, I get it. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree that this guy should be able to have fun at work. I, I don't know. You gotta you gotta pick and choose when you're gonna have fun and who's gonna be around and who's fucking posting social media TikToks on their fucking ring. You know what? It's a fucking weird world. It is. Um, luckily for him, there's plenty of places out there hiring, and, and I'm sure he found another job. Um, also, there's basketball hoops at most gyms. Yeah, but that but that costs money. That's true. 
This way it's free. So, Pat, I went and uh, I saw a free guy while I was on vacation. Did I tell you that? So fucking good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, another movie that Erica made me watch was Up. Have you ever seen Up? I don't like cartoon movies. Neither do I, but Erica has been asking me for now seven years to watch it with her. And uh, <laughs> I finally broke down and said, you know what? I'll do that with you. Um, not Was a there an exchange here where you like, if you massage my back, I'll watch up? Or no. like, if you go down, I'll watch up? No. If you, if you go down, I'll get up. Um, <laughs> no. she. Uh, I asked her one night. I said, hey, you want to watch a movie? Uh, I didn't really have a lot of going on. Like to do, we were kind of just Colin was away, we were by ourselves, and she's like, You want to watch up? And I was like, No, not at all. But I'm I went up and watched it. We watched that. Oh, and what was the other one, Eric? What was the name of the movie? It's the new Sandra Bullock movie on Netflix. Have you seen that yet? Speed, no, it's called Unforgivable, I think. Uh, the the Unforgivable or something like that. Uh, not a bad flick. Maybe if we have some time here, I'll do a movie review on it. Uh, Sandra Bullock's another one who actually gets better looking with age. Dude, Sandra Bullock is so fucking hot, dude. You know what? And she really wasn't when she was younger. She was very good looking, but she is very hot now. You know what movie gets me with her, dude? That I think she's fucking stunningly hot. Is Is Speed? No, The Blind Side. What the fuck? The Blind Side when she's the mom. I think you just have like a weird sexual obsession with good-hearted women. I, I'm I'm just throwing that out there. Is that your thing? You just like when Erica gets in bed and she's like, "I love you." You're like, "Oh yeah, tell me how much I mean to you. Tell me how you care." No, I don't. No, no. What the fuck's You're wrong? A sick fuck. I'm a sick fuck. You just yeah. made that out of thin air. You're a sick motherfucker. Anyway, what's the next story? Jesus. Uh, a miserable experience. Drivers stranded over 24 hours on I-95 in Virginia. People ran out of gas. They were freezing temperatures. Some didn't have food, water, children, pets, and people with medical needs were among those stuck in the traffic nightmare. Uh, <laughs> this was, in fact, a fucking nightmare. Um, emergency medical personnel couldn't get in. Um, I told you some some people were giving away their groceries. Uh, there were people thinking that they were just going to die because their cars died because they ran out of fuel. Here's the thing, right? If they're on the highway, they're like, what, maybe at, at, at worst, they're like a quarter mile from a building, right? Maybe a half mile. No, I mean, that stretch of 95 um, in that northern Virginia area, once you get through D.C. and stuff and you get into that northern Virginia area, there's a... There's a while between, like, there's a lot of fucking forest out there. Even still, the idea that you're going to die, I mean, th- well, there literally wasn't an injury among these people. Yeah, um, no, I'm but with you on that. What I don't get is how these people weren't like, our car ran out of gas. So we very kindly walked up to the car next to us, knocked on their window, and we were like, hey, our car ran out of gas. We need heat. We're going to have to sit in your car. None of those stories are here. There's none of none of these people are like, oh, we had an eight seater and we had fucking Parcheesi in the back from a fucking Christmas party we had just had. So we uh, we sat around and played Parcheesi and uh, you know we had some booze and since we weren't driving, it wasn't drinking and driving. It was just drinking and sitting. It, like nobody has these fucking <laughs> stories. I'm sure more stories will come out. I hope so. Uh, freezing temperatures. Yeah, I mean, 
I haven't, I didn't, so I didn't even know that this was going on. Like, I saw a glimpse of it on the news. I wasn't really paying attention, whatever. This shit happens every year, like I said. What really got my attention was I was walking by one of the TVs at work and somebody had the weather channel on. And there was, no, I, I recently said that my parents live in Hampton, Virginia. There was a uh, Hampton, Virginia police cruiser SUV with a fucking tree through the windshield because of the ice storm that they got. Or some, or the winds that they were getting, so that prompted me to check on my parents because they had just gotten home. This was on Monday. Uh, they had just gotten home the day before from up here, so I was like, "Hey, are you guys good down there? What's going on?" Uh, so I don't think they got any snow or anything. I haven't talked to them since, but uh, they were good then. Uh, hopefully, they're not dead now. I haven't really talked to them. Uh, <coughs> so, uh, yeah, pretty scary down there. Um, yeah, man, when, when it's not normal, anything outside of the normal can be a little bit intimidating. And when you add the elements like wind and cold and the, uh, God forbid, a little bit of claustrophobia, a little bit of discomfort, you know, it gets real shitty real fast. I'm sure this was a miserable, miserable time for a lot of people. I got to tell you, Pat. How many people? What? Go ahead. I was only stuck for three hours today. But with my new truck, I was nice and comfortable. Has automatic climate control, leather seats, lumbar support. I was just chilling, man. Heated seats, heated steering wheel. Just chilling. exactly what I said to the bear. The bear this morning said, "Me and Tommy are both stuck in traffic." I said, "You have a fucking concert or a movie that you could do right. Like you could listen to a whole fucking album on your way to work." I don't understand how you're complaining. Just fucking relax. And do what you do, man. Fucking watch a movie on Netflix. Who cares? Yeah, man. I checked in on work, made sure that everything was like, not that there was anything that I could have done, but at least, you know, if they needed help with anything that I could walk them through, checked in on that, listened to my radio show and just fucking chilled, man. What what else am I going to do? Freak out, make a fucking big scene? Nah, I'm good. I'll just fucking sit here. There's nothing anybody could do. Oh my God. I would have been so happy if I saw you on the news, just freaking the fuck out on people. Like, so the only time that that would have happened, right, is if I got super, uh, if something was happening at work that I felt that I needed to be in control of, um, or like they needed, like something that I needed to do for work that would have been, or like, God forbid, something happened to my kid or something like, like something that was important enough for me to freak out. Um, what if something happened to your truck? What? If somebody like slid in my truck, it's an accident, it's replaceable. All right. It's All replaceable. Right. I have fucking insurance. You're going to get a new truck in six months now anyways, right? I mean, what's the fucking difference? I actually was talking with, uh, I don't know what we're calling them nowadays, but uh, El Capitan there. Yep, yep. And and uh, I was joking and told him that I was going to place a new order for a truck today. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, I've had this one for two months. It's time to... Yeah, at least order the new new one. You know what I mean? Not, I bet he completely believed you because that is very realistic. He actually said, let me get my my new one first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the next one, Pat? Tom, it wouldn't be a podcast episode without a full discussion about mental health or cats. So here we go. South Korea warns of feline fire starters after finding cats started 107 blazes in three years (laughs) this is a real fucking thing i tried so hard tom to get miss elizabeth on the show today i was going to bring her on like a guest on saturday night lives uh 
weekend update. You know, they always have a guest on. I was going to try to have her be a psychopathic cat lady who's training the cats to set fires uh, because she's racist against South Koreans and she would not do it. It was a very specific character. That would have been awesome. She said she was not comfortable being uh, anti-South Korean, which, you know, some people just don't have the stomach for radio. Yeah. Um, four people were injured in the fires found to be started by felines, according to the statement, which also added that just over half of the blazes began while the owners were home. These cats are trying to kill these motherfuckers, Tom. Uh, the fire department, the fire and disaster department believes that most of the 107 fires started after cats jumped on electric stoves and turned on appliances by accidentally pressing their buttons. Uh, when left on for long periods, electric stoves can get overheated and cause fires. Uh, there were also things like, uh, you know, don't leave candles lit, like just kind of common things. But if you have a cat, cats love to knock shit over. I'm actually watching a cat about to knock a ton of shit. It's got little foot uh, about to knock a bunch of shit over. Uh, it says cat related fires are continuing to occur recently. We advise households with pets to pay extra attention as fire could spread widely when no one is home. Uh, American Humane estimates... Uh, that all pets, not just cats, cause about 1,000 fires a year in the United States. Furry friends can also help save humans from fires, too. In December, a missing dog alerted a Virginia family to a fire near their home before reuniting with its owners. So here's the thing. This is all about how cats start fires, and then dogs save you from the fires. This wasn't like, oh, but it's okay, because the cats also save their families. No, 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 no. No, the real... Like, thank God there were dogs there to come to the rescue. Yeah, the real pets save you from the fires. The fucking I fucking horrible, love cats. The horrible cats start the fire. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Griff's gonna love that, love that one. What do you got next, Pat? A 60-year-old truck driver sued the Tokyo hospital where he was born after discovering that he was accidentally switched with another newborn in 1953. He ended up... <laughs> this is so fucked up. He ended up with a poor single mother while the other baby grew up to own a real estate company under his rich biological parents. <laughs> this guy got super shafted. That's rough, man. That's not really uh, funny, man. I did he win? I don't know. I don't, I'll I'll uh, I'll look into it. What are the fucking odds that you got switched at birth to a poor single mother and that your fucking family was super wealthy? Hey, you know what, if man? This proves anything. Gave... It's that all people from Tokyo look the same. I'm not saying that that's true. I'm just saying if the story proves anything. So Pat, you know, you so know. Pat, I was gonna say that, right? But. I didn't want to be that guy. So I'm so happy that you said it first. I'm so happy. Um, I feel yeah. for that. I mean, but hey, man, he's a fucking... Enough, there were also a lot of Tokyo drivers in Virginia the other day. Go ahead, Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I feel for this guy. But, I mean, hey, he was a truck driver. You know, he obviously, you know, he's not a drug addict. So that's good. Uh, it seems like he didn't really get that big of a shift. Not yet. Yeah, not only that, but you got to be outside your fucking mind. If you're going to complain about your mama, this is a single woman who raised you and you got the balls to sue. Like, 
your mom worked her fucking balls off to make sure that you could fucking be a productive member of society. You got a job, you're a truck driver, and you want to be a piece of shit because this guy was born into fucking money. Why not say, hey, I'm your legal relative. I'd like to develop a relationship with you. The money will come. Never mind the fucking money. (laughs) Just if you want to be with your family, be with your family. Well, no, he wants the money. That's why he's suing. Um, which I don't hate him on for, like, of all the shit that we Americans sue people for, dude, fucking more power to you. I hope you win fucking whatever dollar they carry over there. Millions of it. Yeah, lots of yen, I think. Is that what it is, yen? I don't really know. Lots of the Japanese money. Tokyo's in Japan, right? We're not really a geographical show. What form of currency is used in Tokyo? The yen. We already answered that. Why'd you ask Google? Oh, it is the yen, motherfucker. I told you it was the yen. Jeez. I told you it was the yen, you piece of shit. <laughs> Tyler Chute's mother, infant sibling outside Texas Walmart. Well, there you go. I'm surprised this wasn't fucking headline news everywhere. Uh, woman taken by air ambulance to area hospital in unknown condition. Baby suffers non-lethal injuries, please say. A woman, a woman and her infant child were injured when a toddler accidentally fired a gun in the car parked outside Granbury, Texas Walmart on Wednesday morning. Police said the one-year-old child and three-month-old child were inside a vehicle at the time of the incident. The mother of the children, 23-year-old woman, was standing outside next to a driver door while their father, a 26-year-old man, was standing at the rear of the truck. Man, that's devastating. Uh, uh... See, this is this. Uh, see, so my initial question was, where the fuck was this gun that this child got it? Uh, the one-year-old child was bleed that picked up the handgun that was concealed between the seats, the seat in the center console, causing the gun to discharge once. Once, police said. Uh, well, if this lady got shot with it, the kid picked it up, and as it picked it up, it must have pointed out the driver's door towards the the mom there. Uh, Correct. According to the police, the bullet went through soft tissue, three months old's leg through the mother's arm and into her side in the chest area. Whew. The mother's the mother was transferred to Fort Worth Hospital by air, and the baby was transported to Fort Worth Hospital by ground. Uh, the baby's injuries are believed not to be life-threatening. The mother's injury is potentially more serious, but her current condition is unknown at the time. No other injuries have been reported. It is unclear what charges, if any, will be filed in the case. Uh, Pat, I hope that you're looking up if this lady, I mean, this happened this morning, but, uh, we should look up and see if there's any update on that. No? Uh, you know what my problem with this story is? The entire thing. Okay. The only problem that I have in this entire fucking story is that they rush the mother to the hospital and I get she has serious injuries. So they helicopter her in, but then they drive the baby. Why do we need two forms of transportation? Why not just put them fucking together? Uh, well, because they went to, well, if you read it, they went to two different, uh. Are you they, sure you they did not? No, it said right there that they went, one went to. Police well, said the Fort, mother was transported to, to a Fort Worth hospital by air and the baby was transferred, transported to a Fort Worth hospital by ground. It doesn't so, say they're different hospitals. Well, so I don't know how far, uh. This was in Granbury. I don't know how far away those are from each other, but the mother's injuries were more life-threatening. So, um, 
Here, we're gonna look up and see how far they are. Uh, directions. Uh, Granberry to Fort Worth? Yeah. Okay. Just for ha's, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it's about 45 minutes. So, this was out in, I'm guessing Granberry. If you're looking at a map, there ain't fucking shit out there. So, uh, and Fort Worth is a big city. So, uh, the baby was non life threatening. So, uh, they had to do it by air for the mother so she didn't die. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, I got an update here. Or this was three hours ago. This was updated two hours ago. Woman in for trial. This must be the same article we already read. Uh, been no other, it's not clear if it should be filed. Uh, it still says unknown. It doesn't say what if, uh, if they've been updated yet on anything. Unfortunately, it's just happened a couple hours ago, though. Oh, here, 34 minutes ago. Let's see if, uh, Pat, you're adding a whole lot to the show while you're over there texting. I got a, I got a thing going. A thing going? That's basically the most information I can give you. I have a friend who's going through some shit. Well, I'm glad that uh, that they're going through some shit on our show. Fuck. I mean, all the all the things you've caught me for a bad person for today, and you've just you've just overruled them all. Good for you. What? How did I, why am I a bad person? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's going through some shit during our show. <laughs> well, 168 uh, hours in the week, and he chose this one to fuck off. What the fuck? Yeah, man, what the fuck? You got this next story, Pat? Antonio Brown, listed on Buck's injury report. Bruce Arians stands firm on wide receiver status. Uh, Brown did not participate in Wednesday's practice and was listed on the injury report as personal. Uh, Antonio Brown was listed on the Tampa Bay's Buccaneer injury report on Wednesday, but head coach Bruce Arians suggested it was only a matter of time before the veteran wideout was officially no longer with the team. After Brown stormed off the field and basically danced the YMCA during the second half of Sunday's game against the New York Jets, Arians said sternly that he was no longer a buck. Uh, Just like the dollar store, no longer a buck. Uh, but there are no changes in Brown's status to the team as of Wednesday. It's a management decision what's happening right now, Arian said when he was asked about the situation. When asked if it was a matter of how and not if he was gone, Arian said, right. Brown did not participate in Wednesday's practice and was listed on the injury report as not injury-related, but personal. Uh, Arian said that he had no plans on uh, adding any more receivers, even with Mike Evans being limited on Wednesday with a hamstring injury, he said, no, we've got plenty of bodies, good players that have proven what they can do for us. No, not at all. Uh, he also said, it was very hard. I wish him well. If he needs help, I hope he gets help. Uh, it's very hard because I do care about him. Tom, did you see... Uh, one, Brady also had nothing bad to say about this guy. Brady spoke <laughs> very highly. Um, did you see that Terrell Owens went out and said that he is... Uh, been doing everything he can to get in contact with Brady and Arians because he wants that spot. You think that these motherfuckers are going to bring in another bad attitude after what happened? Well, Daryl Owens would have a better shot on literally any team. He could have a better shot on the fucking Cleveland Cavaliers right now. Switch well, sports. Um, do you know why they're not releasing him? 
Yeah, because they don't want somebody else to fucking pick them up. Exactly. They don't want, because the Cowboys lost C.D. Lamb. Or not C.D. Lamb. Yeah, enjoy uh, your contract, bro. Who was the other guy? Uh, on the, who was Gallup? Gallup. They lost Gallup on uh, Sunday to a torn ACL. Uh, so he won't be back, so they need to replace him. And if they caught Antonio Brown, the Cowboys don't give a shit what you've done. They literally hire wife beaters to be on their team. So they will hire Antonio Brown um, to try and win that Super Bowl. Um, hold on, I'm fighting with my kid because he thinks I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. So Griff came over Sunday and watched football, right? We've been watching football together. And he, uh, we're watching the red zone. And not the the good red zone, the direct TV red zone, which is trash. But and they just keep showing him leaving the field with his shirt off and keep bringing it up. And Griff had a very good point. This is not a story unless you people make it a story, and that's what he wants. He wants the attention. True. Story. Oh, True. You know, keep looking at me. I'm Antonio Brown, and like, what the fuck. Now, I don't know if Antonio Brown has come out and said anything about what happened, but from what everybody said, they asked him to go into the game twice. He refused to go into the game. He never mentioned anything to them about an injury. And so the second time they told him to go into the game, they said, and he said no. Then they said, well, then get the fuck out of here. And then he fucked off. Um, And Evans and... I did hear that. I did hear that, that he was asked twice by Arians to go into the game and he refused. I also heard that he was asking to go into the game. I guess he's, I'm going to say, five catches or something like that short of a $400,000 bonus in his pay. And it said that it's obviously not the first time that uh, team has held out when they don't need a player to make sure that he doesn't reach that bonus because why pay him extra money if they don't have to? Now, the Bucks are not uh, a lock in seed at that point in the season they're they're still not um so i don't think that they would have been sandbagging antonio brown but i understand that argument and they're saying that's why he walked but i don't know i mean i i don't know who would know the truth um i i didn't hear that part of it I, everybody was saying that he was close to it and it wasn't a four hundred thousand dollar bonus it was a million dollar bonus in his contract um, just, I read something that said it was 400k. Yeah, but yes, he was close to it, but I didn't hear that they weren't trying to put him in the game. It was in fact they were trying to force it like tell him to go in and he refused to go into the game. Which why the fuck would you not want unless you don't want to pay taxes on that million or something? Why the fuck would you not want to go into the game to try and get that million? Or if he's just plain butt hurt about something, you know, if if something's but, going on, but or if it's oh well, now you want me to game. take the first spot because Evans isn't feeling good or something like that, you know, maybe he's bitter about something. Who knows? Who fucking knows? Either way, um, I don't the day, think there are many things. Player. Huh? At the end of the day, not being a team player. Not only that, but other. I mean, short of Arian saying something that was offensive to him, um, I can't see. You disrobing and dancing your fucking way off the fucking football field like you're Michael Jackson at a halftime show um, as an acceptable behavior. And he just doesn't have a spot in the sport other than on the Cowboys. And I don't say that to be funny, but the Cowboys like that shit. They, Jerry Jones thinks that fucking football should be more entertainment and less sport. 
So there you go. Antonio Brown, go be a fucking cowboy. Go go be a part of the spectacle. Um, but they don't fucking want him either because he's too much to fucking handle. Well, no. I don't think that's it. The Bucks aren't going to release him so that they can't pick him up. That's re- because the Bucks don't want to play against Antonio Brown because Antonio Brown, as crazy as he fucking is, is fucking nasty. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why he, Tom he Brady can't... wants him on the teams that he's playing on. He he wanted well, him. In that fucking... attitude came from somewhere. It's well, I'm he... this good. I can be this crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's why he left Pittsburgh. That's why Tom Brady got him to fucking New England, and then got him to fucking Tampa Bay. And how I was thinking, isn't this the guy that Tom Brady had living with him? Did didn't yes. he go with the exception that he lived with Brady? Yeah, in New England. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be an awkward family dinner now. No, I think, uh, I really think Brady likes him. I think Brady, you know, this is the way I look at it. I was thinking, it's funny that we're talking about this, because I was thinking about it earlier today. Because Brady, I don't think, was ever a popular kid, right, growing up. He was kind of always dorky. He still is kind of dorky, I think, in a way. Um, he's yeah. earned massive respect because at the end of the day, he is the greatest quarterback of all time. There's no question about it. He has, he's, he's, he holds all the statistics for it. He has won the most Super Bowls. He's won on multiple teams the Super Bowl. He is the greatest to do it ever. I think that pound for pound, I don't know what scale you could do it on. You know, as far as like the best boxer, the best hockey player, the best basketball player, I think that Brady is the greatest at what he does in history. Yeah. There's, I'm yeah. counting Lee. I'm counting Jordan. I'm counting LeBron. I'm counting Tyson. Nobody compares to this fucking guy. No, he's, he's phenomenal. And so I think my point is that he's always been kind of dorky. He, you know, he's like that really smart kid that you wanted on your, in your group in class. Nobody really liked him, but everybody wanted him to be on their team. Um, and because he became friends with Antonio Brown, and he's a cool kid who's a little fucking crazy, I think Brady likes that. That gives him street cred, man. He's, yeah. he's his ghetto pass. Yeah. So, and I think that's, and I think that's why they became friends. I really think that they're friends. Probably kind of the same uh, relationship. That he has with uh, Gronkowski. Gronkowski is that loud, fucking dork, not dorky, but goofy guy who's a class clown, but is awesome at what he does, right? And that's why he brings him wherever he goes because he he shows Brady a good time. He shows him the time that Brady doesn't know how to have on his own. Well, they certainly they certainly humanize a machine. Yeah. Uh, so, Tom, before we get into our last thing, I got to tell you about this idea that I had because I want it recorded on the interwebs so that when somebody takes my fucking idea, they don't get all the money for it. They're going to get this all this idea today. If you don't patent it, they're going to get all the, all the money for it. It was my idea first. Tom, it's an app, okay? The app is called Spot On. You have an Apple phone. You, you know that... You can choose a face, like a skull face or a unicorn face or a cat face, and you can talk in the face, like me- mimics your mouth movement. Are you with me? Do you know what app I'm talking about? Yes. Or what? What? Okay. So it's that. Very, very similar to that. Okay. But we're going to take vague likenesses of famous, very impressionable characters. That's why the app's called Spot On, because then 
I, you know, like I choose the Macho Man Randy Savage face, and I'm like, "Ooh, Tom, what time are we doing the podcast?" But you see it as Macho Man, or like it's Morgan Freeman's face, and I'm like, "And that's when I met Tom, and I decided to ask him for those chess pieces." You know what I'm saying? Like this app is fucking brilliant, Tom. Spot on could make us billions, billions of dollars. We could stack money high enough to fucking punch down at Yao Ming. That's what I'm saying. Are you ready? You're going to say this already exists. Fuck you. It does already exist. Um, And the reason it's just unicorns and monkeys is because there's no rights to any of those people. If you put Morgan Freeman's face on a thing, you have to get Morgan Freeman to approve it. No, no, no. I'm not saying make it Morgan Freeman's face. I'm saying... Similar to more, I think we're going to do the dollar general version of Morgan Freeman. Where okay. It's going to be like, it's going to be like Martin free guy. Okay. So you want to make a face of, uh, we'll say, uh, Chris rock with a brunt, with a bunch of freckles on his face and we'll put in a He's voice, uh, a voice similar to Morgan Freeman's. No, no, you have to do the voice. That's why it's called spot on, because you have to impersonate the person. Okay. So it's still your voice. Yeah, so I'm going to go with this thing is already there. It's on your iPhone. It's a unicorn or a monkey. And the reason that we don't do this is because there's trademark infringement. WWE owns the rights to Macho Man's person. Again, it would not be exactly Macho Man, first off. Second off, I can't believe that you think that these two things are the same. They are. This They're is a completely exact. different idea. It's not your, a different idea. It's the same fucking idea. You're your ability just, to make billions upon billions of dollars. Fucking, right no, now, what if, I'm doing if Elon is, Musk was a fan of this podcast, which if he heard it, he would be, he would be salivating. He would be saying, somebody bring me this genius. Let's put him in a Tesla and let's I'm, have a conversation about what the I'm, app. What I'm trying to tell you, Pat, is that I'm saving you from all kinds of lawsuits and uh, a lot of headache when you launch this app. And then these people sue you for copyright infringement and you have to pay them. It's similar to Napster. Did you know, by the way, that Napster pays the most not from, from fucking Napster being free music? Remember when Napster first came out? Napster oh, now remember. pays the most. Napster, yeah. Uh, Napster pays the most to artists now than any other uh, streaming platform. More than Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Music, uh, Amazon Music, all of them. They pay more than all of them combined. I'll tell you why that's remarkable. Napster still exists? Yeah, right? That's what I was thinking. That's probably why they pay more. I had no fucking clue that Napster was still around. I'm going to fucking punch my kid in the face. And you're worried about me catching a lawsuit. Well, this kid, man, he, like, doesn't respect the fact he wants another 15 minutes on his computer, okay? It's 8.45 at night. He has to be off by 9 so he can go take a shower. And he's texting me about giving him more time on his PC because he used all of his fucking time on the goddamn PC today because he didn't have school again. So, like, dude. Hold on, what's the argument? So I've used the PC so much that I need more PC time? Yeah, because he only has a certain amount per day. And his, oh no! What the fuck? Yeah, it, it, it's unreal. It, it, Tell him what crazy. you can do is he can go do fifteen minutes of extra work around the house. Not shit he already normally does. Tell him to go do fifteen minutes of Erica's work around the house, and then tomorrow you'll give him an extra fifteen minutes on the computer. 
It's called payday. Yeah, this fucking kid, dude. He's out of control. Anyway, so let's you get know, into Tell him if he wants to spend an extra 15 minutes on the computer, tell him to patent this app idea I have called Spot On. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. All right, so... Uh, Pat, this this story came out oh this my morning. Oh my god, Christopher Walken! You got to put Christopher Walken's face on there, and then everybody. There's so many people that people impersonate all the time. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Come on. Yeah, all these things are copyrighted. It's not the same though. It's it's a knockoff. It's a generic. Yeah, you still get in trouble for doing generics, dude. I think I would be able to argue in court that they are far enough apart to not be confused. I don't think you could. Anyway. I don't know. We need a lawyer, Tom. We'll just call them doppelgangers. Um, it's his doppelganger. Oh, it's too. not really him. Uh, oh, maybe call the app doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, this guy just looks like my Uncle Joey. What are you talking about? What you gotta do is go out and find the actual doppelganger. Right? Oh my god, and then get their permission. And then get, take their picture, have them doing it, right? And then you pay them a cent for every download or a cent for every use. You know what I mean? Tom, this is brilliant. See, you just had to bring me into the idea, Pat, to get all of this. This is better than the last time you and I had the casting couch idea. We'll get these people to come in and make a video, and then we'll let them leave. We'll give them a penny per download, and that's way better than what we made the last group of people do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. So this is the last story. So this uh, today is Wednesday. You guys are hearing the podcast on Thursday, uh, or if you're watching live, it's Wednesday. Um, oh shit! Erica said some things in the chat that I missed because I was looking at the timeline. She said Miss Congeniality uh, is probably one of my favorite movies. That's true. Uh, don't you think it's some kind of mental health issue? Tom Brady said, "I hope he gets the help that he needs." I do think that it's that, but I mean, everybody uses like. And I don't want to downplay mental health, right? That's not what I'm doing. But what I'm saying is these professional athletes that act all fucking crazy, they always say that. I mean, this guy is a is a Antonio Brown is a known scumbag. And the reason I say that is because his fucking personal chef sued him because he wasn't paying him money that he owed him. This guy's a multi-million dollar uh multi-millionaire he's a fucking professional wide receiver he's made millions of dollars and he's not paying his personal chefs he's a fucking scumbag so is is it a mixture of he's a scumbag and he has and he's i think it's a fucking hissy fit if you ask me i really think it's a fucking hissy fit i do Um, disagree i think that anybody who's been through what he's been through knows that there's no benefit to him acting the way he's acting and i bet he's while it's happening it escalates within him knowing the whole time, like, this is going to backfire, so I might as well blow it up as big as I can. I do think it's a mental health issue. I do think he has some kind of behavioral disorder, and Miss Congeniality was a good movie, but the heat was that shit. The heat was funny as fuck. All right. Fucking Tony Brown. Tired of talking about it. I think he's a baby. Baby. All right, so this story came out. I heard it first thing this morning. Uh, The guy did an interview on Tuesday. This guy, I don't know his name. I should probably look it up, um, but he does the he does part of the MVP voting for the NFL. So this goes to uh, Associated Press writers. Um, and he came out and said that he would not be voting for Aaron Rodgers for MVP um, because he was, and I want to quote this right. Um, 
Uh, let's. Fuck, where is it? Bashed. About MVP. Art Kush said on Scores Parkins and Spiegel's show that he couldn't cast his uh, his MVP vote for Rodgers calling the, out the quarterback for summertime inc- indecisions about whether to play for play his whether to play in his decision to not get vaccinated. So this guy uh, Hub Arkush, Arkush um, said that he would not vote for Rodgers because he huh. Pat, your mic's muted. You fucking dumbass. My bad. I said, boy, I bet you wish you didn't look that fucking name up. Yeah, right? Uh, But he said that he wouldn't vote for Rodgers for MVP because, not because his statistics are through the fucking roof, uh, but because he decided not to get vaccinated and he is a basically a burden to his team. Uh, This is a guy who is number one in the NFC um, right now. Uh, they are the only team that have... Um, they're the only one, the only team in the NFL that uh, has uh, locked in their place for the playoffs, which is the number one seed. They will get, they're the only team in the NFC that's going to get a bye. He... Uh, has thrown for 3,977 yards this season, 35 touchdowns, four interceptions, with an average QB rating of 111.1. Now, I want to throw this out there because in week one against the Saints, his QB rating was 36.8, and he still averages a 111. So how can you look at this and say that he is not the MVP? This is on me now. Yeah, I'm asking you, Pat. Like, how could you? Like, how how could this guy say that he's a hindrance to his team? He missed the fucking game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Lo- they lost, and they still have the best record in the NFL. And they lost Week One um, to the fucking Saints. Tom Stone Cold Steve Austin was one of the most talented wrestlers in the business before he turned heel. When he turned heel, he won my heart. The Rock was one of the most talented wrestlers in the wrestling business before he turned heel. When he turned heel, he won my heart. And Aaron Rodgers has always been talented, but he's a fucking douchebag. And now that he's a public douchebag, he's won my heart. And I don't think that this guy should be allowed to be involved in anything related to the NFL moving forward. I applaud his honesty in saying I wouldn't vote for... Huh? The guy who said that on that radio show? Yeah, the guy whose name I'm not going to try for. Uh, I applaud his honesty in saying that he's not going to vote for an athletic award based on personality. Okay, good for you. I appreciate you being honest. Now, you're a fucking idiot, and you're not allowed to be a part of the selection process. Because that's not what they're asking him to vote for. If they were voting for the, you know, the nicest smile, then, okay, well, let's talk about how you know Brady's face lights up when he sees Giselle. But that's not the fucking conversation. The conversation is most valuable player. And if we're basing it on the entire season, then there is an arguable point to be made that Aaron Rodgers is the guy. Now, I mean, if Jamar Chase has a second game like he had last week, maybe nobody else even has a fucking chance. 
Um, but Rogers deserves the titles that he earns. One of those being fucking asshole. He's he makes the COVID toe joke, and it's funny because he's being an asshole. He's not being an asshole in a mean spirited way. No, he's being... he's just being an asshole. He's being funny. Yeah, and I like it's I I don't even know how that's. The fact that we're discussing that in relation to this is only because this guy has drawn the link. There's no other link other than this one fucking person saying this. And this guy shouldn't be allowed to have any say this year. He should be banned. They should just null and void whatever his opinion is and take the vote with the other people. And he should not have any job title related to the NFL. I think it's the league's responsibility to ban him because the league bans people for things that is it's on Goodell to say, dude, you're out, whatever the fuck's going on. You're out. You can fucking write about some fucking private newspaper, go work for the New Yorker. So I have to do more research into the MVP voting, but the MVP voting isn't done. Like this guy doesn't work for the NFL. It's done by these. It's all done by reporters and, and, uh, statistician guys, right? People that report on, on the NFL. Then I see my chair corrected. Whatever company this guy works for that pays him to do a job should fire him for not doing the job. I'm with you on that. Well, but into to a degree, they pay him to publish his opinion. So, okay, you can publish that opinion, but you can't go into a voting thing and be biased of your personal over your personal things. You can't you can't go into voting and be biased when you're voting on something like this. Now, you can vote for president and be biased. You can vote for pretty much anything else. But if it's if it's sport, it, it's based off statistics. It's based off... Well, and he can be what, as biased as he wants. If, if it's an opinion-based thing, he can give his opinion. But they're not asking his opinion of the person. They're asking his opinion of the statistics of the athlete. If I said, Tom, what fast food chain has the best hamburger and you said well wendy's bathrooms are really dirty automatically your opinion doesn't count because that's not the fucking question no if i said i can't vote wendy's because their bathroom is dirty then i can't right then i'm out yeah that's fucking insane but if i say well i think wendy's bathrooms are dirty but they're really the best burgers and but that's not what this guy said i will not vote for rogers because of this and he listen at the end of the day it's the most valuable player in the nfl right that's what we're voting on and he has been you saw what it was like when he wasn't there when they put in fucking uh what's his face who's the backup there that's horrible uh fuck i can't remember his name but they played him against the chiefs and he was awful fucking awful so he like He's clearly Jordan Love. Yeah, there you go. Jordan Love. Uh he is clearly the most valuable person to at least to that team. Now, if you look at the whole NFL, yeah, there's other people to talk about. Uh the running back there in, for the Colts, fucking that kid Chase. Um, there's a couple other quarterbacks that you might throw into the mix. Um, so yeah, there's but at the end of the day, it's Rogers is putting up crazy fucking numbers. Um, no, he's not throwing a million touchdowns. But he also isn't throwing a million fucking picks. The guy only threw four interceptions all season. 
That's fucking insane. And two of them were against the fucking Saints. So since the Saints game, he's thrown 35 touchdowns and two interceptions. Yeah, he's having a career year in a lot of aspects, for even for himself. Uh, and he's got a pretty incredible career. But it's really not, man. Um, it's really not. So check out this. Last year, like this, so... um. This is so he's, yeah, he's never really been a pick thrower. Yeah, look, in, in 2020, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, 2019, 26 touchdowns, four interceptions. 2018, 25 touchdowns, two interceptions. 2017, 16. That's so I would say over the last five years, he hasn't been a pick, uh, uh, interception thrower, but his most interceptions in a season, in a fucking season, was his first full year. And he threw 13 interceptions. That was 2008. Since then, he's only had one year where he threw double digits, and that was 2010, which I think that's the year that they made it to... uh, They finished number one, but uh, lost in the playoffs. I, I would say... I would say that if you could create a formula, and I think actually fantasy football has kind of done it, um, where there's a value that incorporates their paycheck and their statistics. And you said, if, if this guy had said Aaron Rodgers won't be the MVP to me, because while he is one of the best players in the league, he also gets paid a lot more. And this guy who makes, you know, you know, $5 million is, is worth 10 million and Rogers who makes 30 isn't worth 60. Okay. That's a valid argument. If you're saying somebody's more valuable because they make a lot less money and they're still very, very impactful. I get it. But none of that is relevant to this conversation because this guy's saying he doesn't like Aaron Rodgers because he doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Which is fucking, he's a fucking moron. It's very unprofessional. This guy might as well go get a job at Amazon and slam basketballs for a living. So here's another one for you. Here's his career stats. Nothing, because uh, I called it unprofessional, really. What happened? I missed it. I said he's being very unprofessional. He might as well go get a job at Amazon and slam basketballs for a living. Real nice, Pat. Real nice. Ah. Uh, 447 touchdowns, 93 interceptions in his career. Uh, it's pretty from, incredible. Yeah, that means he throws a minimum of four touchdowns, or it's almost five touchdowns to one interception. And... You know, we're talking, you know, he had some years where he didn't throw a lot of touchdowns. I like, I don't think, I think the most, the most he's ever thrown in a year was the, was uh, 2020 when he threw 48. Um, And the the easiest way for the offense to lose a game is to turn the ball over. So even if he's not scoring a lot of points and if they're scoring them on the ground, um, as long as he's not turning the ball over, then your value is still there. Well, and to me, so I don't know what other, it, so while I'm saying this, I want you to look this up. What years he won MVP? I know he won MVP last year. So check out this: 48 touchdowns, five interceptions, a QBR rating of 121.5. This year he's at 35 touchdowns, four interceptions, a QB rating of 111.1. I would say that he won his other MVP in 2014. He went 38 touchdowns, five interceptions, QBR rating of 112.2, and. 2011, he went 45 touchdowns, six interceptions, 122.5 for a QBI rating. Am I right? 2020, 2014, 2011. That's what I said. So you're talking I was about a trying to find them. Yeah. Oh. And that's all. 
That's all of them. Yeah, he's won three. And this would be his fourth, and he's going back-to-back with him. Um, so you're talking about a guy who, when he wins these MVPs, and he's had um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten others. He's had ten total seasons with his, with his QBR rating, was over 100 for the season, and he's never had a full season where his QBR rating was under 90. Actually, 90... 90 3.8 was his lowest season. Uh, no, 92.7. In 2016, he was a fourth runner-up. So he was fourth to get it? He would have been fifth. Fifth? So that year he had a QBR rating of 104.2, 40 touchdowns, seven, seven interceptions. So, you're, like, the guy has had, like, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, there's no questions about it. I don't give a fuck how many how many Super Bowls this guy ends up winning. You know what? I want to compare his stats real quick before we end the show, just because I'm interested now, to fucking Tom Brady's stats. Because I bet you Tom Brady doesn't have the fucking stats that Aaron Rodgers puts up year after year. They're, the end of that argument is look at their hands and count the rings. Yeah, no, I'm with you. But I'm talking, if we're talking at just quarterbacks, right? And look yeah. up how many uh, season MVPs Brady has, right? So Tom Brady has never, he said once two seasons with uh, three seasons with a QBR rating over 110 in his career. Um, and the least... Oh, two, two oh thousand. I got it for you, Tom. Let's I got hear. it for you. I have a comparison between the two. Oh, perfect. So, you ready? Yeah. Playoff games. Aaron Rodgers. 19 games. He's 11 and 8. Tom Brady. 43 games. He's 32 and 11. Conference championships. Brady has... He's been to 13. He's 9 and 4. Rodgers has been to four. He's, it looks like one and three. Maybe that's three and one. No, that's no. one and three. Yeah, he's only been in one Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, Super Bowls, he's, Aaron Rodgers has one. Brady has nine. He's six and three. Um, I mean, by any, oh, wow. Oh, passing yards. Okay. Dude, this is, look at this. Uh, I'll send you the link. It's, it's a really fucking cool comparison. Well, this is what I'm, I'm looking at, right? Griff, I don't know his email. Well, you can compare it, but so you're looking at stuff like that, but I'm looking at quarterback statistics because there's other things that that get you to Super Bowls. It's coaches and stuff like that, right? So if that this is what I'm looking at: 447 touchdowns to 93 interceptions for Aaron Rodgers, a career QBR rating of 104.4. Okay, Tom yep. Brady, 621 touchdowns. 203 interceptions. So that right there, Tom Brady throws an interception once every three touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers is throwing an interception one to every almost like four and a half touchdowns. Okay. And Tom Brady's QBR rating career is 97.5. That says it all right uh, there. Brady's highest yards in a seat. Brady's highest each. Holy fuck. 
Brady had a 5,000 yard Rogers' season. highest passing yardage total was 1,094 in 2010 when the Packers won the Super Bowl, but that's 1,000 is not accurate. I don't know what that means, the 1,000. In 2010, he threw 3,900 yards. That's what I'm he, saying. So I don't know what this means. He's never thrown as um, many yards. Like oh, he, oh no, you know what? It's postseason. It's postseason. Brady has twelve thousand postseason passing yards. Rogers has fifty three hundred. Yeah, but he's also Brady played has, in fucking three times as many games. That that has to be a postseason uh comparison. It is, it is. Uh average yards per postseason game. Brady <laughs> what? Average passing yards. Oh, per postseason. Uh, Brady averages 664. Rodgers averages 532. You got to read this fucking article. It's, they, dude, they break them down in so many fucking ways. It's awesome. I'd rather see the the regular season stats because that's what, in some cases, matters. Like, you, Well, this, this does that as well. The, the, article is, the article is called When Goats Meet, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers by the Numbers. Like, and don't get me wrong, I don't want anybody on here to think that I'm saying Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't believe that for a second. But he is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Like, there's no yeah. ifs, ands, or buts about it. He does it. the damn thing. Yeah. And um, now that he's embraced the fact that he's a piece of shit, he's all the more likable. I, I'll tell you what. You know what really has turned the corner for me on Aaron Rodgers is listening him do his one hour show every week with Pat McAfee. Um, oh my god! I'm Here telling you, go. man, it's fucking great, dude. If you listen to it, you'd really enjoy it. He taught he. I feel like Aaron Rodgers and I are very similar people. We want people to come at us. We want people to be true to who they are, and come at us, not. Like, how do I word this? Not, like, don't have opinions just based off of shit that you heard. But have a logical conversation with people and just don't talk shit to talk shit. That's where I'm at. You're muted your mic again. What the fuck's wrong with you? To be fair, I'm vaping and I don't want to vape on the show. You lost me at I love Aaron Rodgers because I love Pat McAfee. That's not what I said. But anyway, Pat, you ready to get us out of here? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I say good day.